0: Plus, every show is a double header, so you get to see us record not one, but two episodes with two fantastic guests.
1: You can find tickets on our website, DrunkWomenSolvingCrime.com. Shows are selling out fast,
2: so be quick. Noise. Noice. Nice. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Geeky Palmer. Join the drunk women on the eve of their 100th episode. They'll be celebrating and looking back over 99 other occasions where they got drunk and solved some crimes. And you can join them too on Tuesday the 28th of July 2020 at 8pm GMT. You can crack open a bottle or two and tell them your favourite bits of the series so far.
1: Drunk
3: women solving crimes
1: This is Drunk Women Solving Crime. My name's Hannah George and I'm a screenwriter. I'm joined by author and comedian Katie Wilkins. Hello. And writer-comedian Taylor Glenn. Hello! This is where Absinthe meets Arson, Negroni meets Necrophilia, and Grand Marnier meets Grand Theft Auto. It's a true crime podcast with a twist. Of lime. Coming up on Drunk Women
4: Solving Crime. Children do steal quite a lot, like historically, if we look at, you know, Oliver.
3: Mm. (laughs) We all watched Braveheart as a family. And my mum literally turned to me and my dad and my brother and went, you see what you English did to us?
0: (laughs) So fertile in Kent, the soil's (laughs) grey.
1: I'd had a bottle of wine. Now it's time. Drunk Women Solving Crime. Hello and welcome to another lockdown edition of Drunk Women Solving Crime. Today we are joined by Esther Manito. Yay! Yay. Hello,
4: thank you for having me. I'm very excited. Yay. Thank you for being here. What are you drinking tonight? I'm having a bit of pink gin and uh, tonic. Oh, oh I, know, I know. a bit special. What makes it, what makes it pink? They make it's it Pink, pink. gin just
0: die is it just die I just wondered if it was like a fruity
4: like is there a fruit it could be rhubarb I, I don't know and I never questioned it which just proves what type of an alcoholic I am I'm just like sorry it's got booze in it yes that's no, fine I don't care it's if it's pink. aftershave just mix but it what with is tonic it? it's yeah. pink
3: I've got some pink jim there's too far away for me to look at what it is
4: Never drink yellow gin,
1: that's a, that's the saying. I think it's yes. a mix of piss, I'm not sure. Only we in the winter know. though, summer it's fine. <laughs> yeah. Everything's well, fine on, the... on lockdown. Yeah, yeah exactly, anything no goes. <laughs> Guys, drink your own piss, drink all colours of gin and just oh, just go crazy. Just <laughs> drink all colours of yours that you never get through. <laughs> um, well, on that note, Esther, we ask one question on this podcast. Have you ever been the victim of
4: a crime? I have. Uh, I'm sorry, a little bit too excited about that. Like yes, <laughs> yay, cry. <crying. laughs> and I've always wanted to talk about it. Uh, I was I was burgled. My house was burgled oh, no. at Christmas time. Oh, yes. oh. I know, uh, just before Christmas, and oh, they stole shit. all the Christmas presents. No! no! They stole Christmas. They stole Christmas. Uh, oh. So it was literally like. Um, about a week and a bit before Christmas. And uh, I was at my children's school disco having a lot of fun. <laughs> um, and when we came back, I opened the door and my kids ran upstairs to go to the toilet. And um, my son no. just went, the house has fallen down. And oh, we went upstairs oh. and just everything, everything was smashed. Just everything that could be smashed was smashed. And like, oh. just underwear drawer flung and the bed lifted up and i was just like oh "Ah." god and then i ran around to my next door neighbor and um like in this kind of like "Ah," and i just said we've been robbed and he went yeah oh and then just very slowly shut the door in my <gasps> sobbing face. So oh I was my, like, god. my god. Because I genuinely thought he'd be like, come in, you know, do you want a cup of tea? Call the police. But wow. he was just like, Oh, that's most bad,
0: British response ever.
3: Yeah.
4: Fucking or
0: did hell. Did he do it?
3: Or did oh, he do it? Yeah, he's down. on my list. He's on my list. Yeah, see down. I was
0: gonna blame the Grinch. I was gonna go classic. Yeah. Wow. but I think every, it might be the asshole it's every neighbor
3: every Christmas film isn't it it's the premise of every Christmas film yeah but they know. get
1: them back and it's fine oh, so I don't want to like for it's me I don't want to throw, throw shade on your uh, on your kids but did you see, did you have eyes on them the whole disco because that sounds
4: to me like some kids have gone back to try and find where their presents are Oh my god, that'd be amazing if they had like epic strength and they just like turned over wardrobes. I'd be like, oh my god, are you the Incredibles? Are we the Incredible <laughs> Family? This is this is amazing. Another
3: um, whole
4: other film. <laughs> god. I can't um, get my head around it, but no. But what was really amazing is um, we called the police and the police were just like, well, yeah. They burgled like four houses in the street. Oh my god! I know, including an elderly couple who were sat on their sofa, and they just walked past them. They oh broke no. in and walked past them. Oh, While well, this no. couple were like, and just went and took what they needed to take, and and off they went. So we what? knew what they looked like, and they we obviously there was like four houses, and the police were just like, yeah, we'll come out if it's like really bad. Um,
1: they didn't even come
4: out. Wow. No, <gasps> no, just the insurance I man
1: know.
4: turned up. Like, you know, to see if That's we were my... lying. But do Christmas <laughs> so presents get covered under insurance? Because they're kind of house insurance, sure. Yeah, I do your house insurance. As long as you have like all your receipts, but they're fucking expensive. And I was like, they have gotten to a gold Because, like, Transformer is like thirty quid a piece. I was like, This is fucking <laughs> oh mental. Oh and of course you can't re- you can't um get that back until you've gone through no. all the insurance claims. So we weren't gonna get it back before Christmas. No. So we just had to go and rebuy everything. <gasps> Oh, my God. So, yeah. it oh, that's been worse, what you did. Okay. But that's what everyone says to you. could be worse. At least you're alive. You're
0: like, yeah, really? thanks. I don't thanks shit, for actually. reminding me. I hate when people do this about trauma. Like, no, I'm sorry. Like, can I sit in the trauma I have? Yes, mm. I know there are worse things. That mm. does not ever help you, I know, especially I was... in the moment.
4: I had yeah. to go and film something the next day that couldn't be rescheduled due to, like, timelines of the production company so they were like we're really sorry i mean we can cancel but i don't know we're going to be able to do this again so i had to go and i had to get a cab the next morning at 5am to go and film something what? whilst my husband was like sweeping up glass and going okay that that's fine i think and i was just having to be <laughs> yeah. like really jovial on this shoot like yeah no of course i want to joke with you about something really irrelevant just, <laughs> it's all fine. everything is fine i'm just a really oh. funny woman <laughs> and so that no, was pretty shit and and it's weird that someone's been through your house been through your underwear yes. especially because yes. my underwear is particularly bad <laughs> <laughs> I was like if I if it was like pulling out like Anne Summer's like lingerie I'd be like fine but it's all like you know underwear that I've had since I was like seventeen and all the elastics <laughs> gone and those periods. Good stain. for you're you. Like, you're like, these are those robbers. And how bad is that that as a woman that like, I'm supposed to be a feminist, but I'm sitting there going, Oh no, these robbers would think I'm really unsexual. Um, <laughs> yeah. No. How are they gonna sexually objectify me now? Oh, no. They're not gonna be wanking into my underwear because I'm <laughs> period stain. Like oh, just so
2: gross. Okay.
0: Um, I'm very <laughs> stuck on this cold, cold neighbor. I, I am obsessed with this Neighbor, because I just
4: no, <laughs> just
0: gesticulating.
4: I never hear them, and they are <laughs> like a massive family. And I hear none of them. What? One day they came out with their children, and I was like, "Oh my god, I didn't know you had children." Oh. And uh, his wife was like, "Yeah, we knew you did." <gasps> Oh, um, my God. Oh, yeah, because a robber stole all their
1: fucking Christmas presents, which I told your husband.
4: but he me, That it? and the fact yeah. that my children are feral and all they hear is me <laughs> going, I will burn this house to the ground if you don't <laughs> do the one thing I've asked you to do. Um, <laughs> I'm so glad I'm not
3: the so only incredible. one.
4: Yeah, no, no, not at all. I mean, I forget to feed them sometimes. I mean, you know, the robbers would have done them a service if they'd stolen the children, but they didn't. They just took the presents. So that's my only real crime experience.
0: I mean, that's That's, enough. That's enough.
4: I mean, I've not been locked in a shed or anything and kept for days, but, you know.
0: Yeah, don't complain about this. You could have been locked in a shed, Esther.
1: I know. Wow, that is... That's that's a lot though for like what, a one-time crime experience. That's that's pretty yeah. that's pretty horrible. So we say on the show we ask if you had the people in front of you um, who did this who who um, stole all the Christmas presents, um, what would you what would you say to them?
4: Did you take a close look at my underwear? <laughs> <laughs> do you notice how bad it was? Um, What I would say to them, I don't know. Because I then became really obsessed with reading about the types of people that do house burglaries. Because it was oh, like, yeah. these are the people that have been inside my house. And yeah. my other half, he was always like, oh, just stop looking at it. Like, it's done now. Let's just try and click. Because my kids are really freaked out about being in our house. And it's very weird for your oh. family to suddenly feel really weirded out by their own yeah. home.
3: Yeah. yeah.
4: Um, and I started looking at, like, and apparently there are, like immigrants that will come in and they're illegal and then they get you know they've had everything taken away from them and then they get put into a vat this is I mean I don't know that this is the people that did my house and then they get kind of dropped off in a street and it's like before you are given access to work or a house whatever you need to go and rob x amount of stuff so it's all and then I started reading about things like that and then I was just like oh my god like and then I started feeling sorry for these people and I was like oh maybe and then it was a way of trying to Like, deal with it with my children. I was like, it's really important that I don't make out that scary people have been in the house. So then I started kind of like, no, it's just someone who needed to feed their family and all the rest of it. And by the end of like this entire period, I was like, oh, poor them. They didn't have enough.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I could have given them more.
4: Um, So it depends. If it's people like that, then obviously it's a whole different ballgame. But if it's just, you know, gobshites who just want, you know, money, then um, I would probably um i i'd probably say something along the lines of you did a grave wrong <laughs> and i
2: feel
4: <laughs> I, I will you hate did. you forever <laughs> um yeah so i i, I don't know because you get that kind of um those things where you can sit i can't remember what it's called where you sit with the person that did the crime to you yeah and you, and you have those oh yeah i can't remember for, what that's I, called yeah, either yeah yeah it's something like, it's like restorative justice or Oh, yeah,
3: or yeah, yeah, yeah. That is, I think that is what it's
4: called. Yeah, and my sister used to work in that, and she said oh. some of those meetings were just, like, heartbreaking because sometimes wow. it would be pure anger and sometimes it would be like, I forgive you, and then oh. the criminal was just like, oh, my God, uh, you know, especially in cases where it's quite violent crime. So yeah. um, I don't think until you humanise someone, it's quite hard yeah. to know what you'd say.
3: That is a very profound answer.
4: Yeah, we've
3: never had an answer that deep. I think. Just go
1: with
4: the period pants one.
1: <laughs> she gave us two choices. Do you think I'm pretty? That's what
4: I'm um
1: <laughs> do, you, do you know what that whole time that you told us that story which is um amazing is I've had my hand on this bottle of Prosecco because I opened it and then I was I was gonna pop it and then you were like they took my children's Christmas presents and if I'd have gone like
4: <laughs> so um, I'm just gonna fill my glass and then we oh, will I'm so jealous you got Prosecco I drunk all my Prosecco <laughs> you... not today um... <laughs> <laughs> For
1: breakfast. Mm. <laughs> I just, my, the, the trick the is, order breakfast. 12 bottles at a time. Now it's time for drunk women crime. So, this case today, we are talking about a crime that involves Scotland, England, and a huge fuck off stone. Uh oh uh oh so first question has anyone ever heard of the stone of scone or the stone of scone <laughs> depending, literally picked that in this case in i do know that, that the cream goes on it
4: first
2: <laughs>
0: yeah
4: i mean putting jam on it first is just savage
0: and <laughs> it just slides all over i have not heard of it hannah george i i
3: know i'm thinking of the blarney stone continue any
4: st- Esther, any any stones that you know of? The Rosetta. Um,
2: yeah,
4: Rosetta. <laughs> that would be quite a big crime, wouldn't it? Uh, no, I've not heard of the the stone of scone, the stone of scone. <laughs>
1: It was also called the Stone of Destiny and basically what it is, it's an oblong oblong block of red sandstone originating from a place called Stone in Scotland um, and it's used in coronations of kings and queens. So um, basically it's sort of like a throne, so it's within a wow. throne, Hi. this huge piece of stone um, and royalties sit on it. Um, their coronations and it's been used since the 11th century so like it's been used for hundreds and hundreds of years and most recently it was used in the 1953 coronation of Queen Elizabeth so it's had a lot of royal arses on it this stone okay but three years before Lizzie came to the throne in 1950 the stone of scone was stolen from Westminster Abbey It was an audacious crime committed by four people. Who do you think these people were? Were they men, women, children? I'm going to say men. Okay.
3: Just because you've put it out there, I'm going to say my children, even though they weren't born in 1950. Sounds like the sort of thing they do. They keep nicking stuff.
4: (laughs) Well, I mean, children do steal quite a lot. Like, historically, if we look at, you know, Oliver... Mm-hmm. There was an army. Two. Yeah. An army of thieving kids. So Train. when was it? 50 fifty. Nineteen fifty. Nineteen fifty. So that's probably still kind of street. Uh, I mean you can see that my um, homeschooling is amazing, uh, with my history knowledge. But that's still like the street urchin era. Is it? It's sort of post- <laughs> You are like, sorry, what's the question?
0: <laughs> I didn't know that was an era. I just don't know. <laughs> I don't really know British history. What was yeah, the what like were that urchin years
4: street urchin. Oh my um, god. Yeah.
0: Um sorry, so it's four people who steal this from Westminster yes. Abbey. I would love it if it was four broads. I would absolutely <laughs> love that. But
3: I want to go on record and say there's one kid at least.
1: Oh, It it was three men and a baby No it wasn't, that was a callback (laughs) to another episode That we did, it was three men And a woman, which is a terrible Sequel Um, (laughs) It's just really depressing
4: Let's do a lot of wiping surfaces
3: The cast of everyone
0: (laughs) It's when the baby grows up And she's like, how the fuck did this happen This makes no sense And you guys are misogynists I'm all
3: grown up and it's still three men and one woman
1: (laughs) And so they were all Scottish students, um, and because the stone was originally from Scotland, they felt as though it belonged back oh. in Scotland. Oh, it's just like, <sighs> okay. So the stone had been stolen by the English uh in 1296. And these people hold a grudge, like these four, really. Um it's like, it feels like a university prank, but on a mega
3: scale. Yes like stealing a mascot or something yeah but it's their
4: rightful property blah 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 (laughs) but they came all the way down from scotland to westminster abbey in 1100 and And took the stone back
1: well yeah this was in 1950 so it got it got yeah so street urchin
4: years so (laughs) they probably had a
0: harder time harder time transporting it originally just to point that out it's probably harder yeah, the 1200s I mean,
3: They probably so, had an army helping. This is just four guys on their well, that's own. true. That's <laughs> it's true. it's
1: four guys and two cars. So like it's wow, which is more than like. But did they get, they get the entire stone in one car? Well, this is what's interesting. So um, <laughs> at the beginning, so they needed to fund the heist because, like I say, they have two cars. But who do you think would fund something like this? Stone enthusiasts. Scottish nationalists. People
3: Braveheart. That- Pranksters <laughs> Brave Heart is a well
4: Sisters of ah. Braveheart, yes.
3: <laughs> is that history he again.
4: Was definitely there at the time of the street urchin era. <laughs>
1: It was... And, Taylor, you were right. Um, they got given £50, which is the equivalent of about £1,000 today, um, from a Scottish National Party leader, John McCormick. Um, although, despite this, McCormick was never implicated in any part of their actions. I just read that that's apparently where they got the money from. Um,
3: i feel like I've heard of this. Oh, really? Well, OK, I've heard of John McCormick.
1: I've heard it's of in- him.
3: Okay, because
0: it's Hang it's on, just... I've heard of Scotland. Stop <laughs> it. I am
3: on to you.
1: I know is what it's... a scone is. I know what's going on here. <laughs> it's all I'm... making a lot of sense. Because at the time in the 1950s, like the Scottish National Party, I mean, was not as big as it is today. It had less than 1% of the vote, which is interesting. Wow. Um, Yeah. Obviously, they were like, right, no, this stone is ours. Fucking let's have it back. So on Christmas Eve, I'm sorry to bring up Christmas, Esther. I hope you're triggered. (laughs) Triggered.
4: Um, Christmas what is Eve it with of... robbing at Christmas? Right. Oh, my God, it could have been these guys. <laughs> well, Did it's a very everyone... similar time period, as we've
1: all established. <laughs> Everyone's drunk. It's a great time to rob them. Very true, very true. So this is the, uh, yeah, Christmas Eve of 1950. Two cars set off from Glasgow and 20 hours later arrived in London. I've driven to Glasgow before. That seems like a
4: really long time. Uh, I mean... It was in the 50s. Their cars yeah. run by horse.
1: <laughs> yeah, someone had cystitis, probably the woman, and they had to keep stopping. <laughs> <laughs> so the four. She was just in
4: the back with cranberry juice.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sometimes it's not even the cystitis that makes you piss, it's the sheer amount of cranberry juice. Um, <laughs> other home truths on drunk women solving crimes? Oh, and- idea that they're like i told you we shouldn't have brought her
4: god damn it <laughs> this is why this is why women can't rob stuff because we have to keep stopping for tampons and cranberries it's just <laughs> a nightmare uh, i think that the four of us should do a huge crime on christmas nice. eve
2: yeah. oh
1: should we cut should we come back yeah what Let's should we steal it. what's rightfully ours um uh, <laughs> i
4: haven't thought it oh. through oh wait, the, nothing is rightfully uh, nothing yeah British. nothing is really <laughs> rightfully no one's taken anything from Britain we tend to take it's, a lot of other yeah. people's stuff but mm. is there well, some kind could, of Yorkshire pudding some statue shows. somewhere we oh could, TV shows
3: we could yeah. return all the stuff from the British Museum to the other countries
4: that would be amazing you that would be great. I and mean, then sh- on
1: Christmas morning, they'd wake up and it would be
4: there. We'd be like, yeah, ta-da, yeah, You've got the Easter Island statues back from the British Museum, <laughs> which we broke into really cleverly." So we'd still
3: technically have done a crime, but we'd be really like good. We'd yeah. be like
4: the Robin Hood of be- <laughs> historical artifacts. We're giving them we'd back.
1: We'd be like Robin Hood meets the Grinch. <laughs> That is an amazing elevator pitch right there. (laughs) Um, So the four robbers were Ian Hamilton, Kay Matheson, Alan Stewart and Gavin Vernon. Um, Straight up, they get to Westminster Abbey. They've been on the road for 20 hours. How do you think they break into Westminster Abbey? Yeah, good question.
0: With another stone.
4: (gasps) It's a stone (laughs) on stone stone crime.
3: Yes.
1: Uh, (laughs) I genuinely feel like I've heard of this. Did they have a key? Oh, interesting. Okay, we've got. Did they a- dress up as guards? They're like, sorry, we're
0: late
3: for our shift. You go home. It's Christmas Eve. Ooh, Santa! Did they dress as Santa?
1: No. I, do you know what Kate? You might have because the 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 where, the, where I originally um, saw this was on a Mary Berry cooking program last Christmas. <gasps> You could well know about it, but you might be like, what was it? It was like, all I can think of is like Beef Wellington. No, it was, you might oh, have seen that. I, I feel like I read an article about it, though. Well, I'll keep going and tell me if anything comes to mind, because what they did when they got to Westminster Ab- Abbey, all great guesses. Um, But actually, what it was is that they realised that one of the doors, all the doors were oak at Westminster Abbey, apart from one door, which was made out of pine. And now pine is like a much softer wood. Soft wood. Yeah. So they just got a crowbar and crowbarred it open. Boosh. Fair enough. Wow. And nobody's around. Like you can just gently
0: whittle your way through a door at Westminster Abbey because it's <laughs> 1950. <laughs>
4: Was there not a watchman? Was there no watchman? Right. There was a livid. Who is this man who claims to be a watchman? (laughs) So there was? There was?
1: There was, yeah. But, I mean, Westminster Abbey is a huge place. Like, if it was only one or two of them, you know. And also, um, although I will tell you in a minute about somebody else tried to steal this stone once before, but it's not the sort of thing you'd think someone would come in and rob. Because... um, I mean, I love this. They didn't realise just how heavy the stone would be, which is just typical kind of dumb robbers, bless them. Um, so they go in, three of them went in, one stayed outside in one of the cars as a quick getaway. Who do you think they left outside? The lady. Cake. This is it's like Kay. Dracula all over again. What happened in Dracula?
3: Well, they... OK, so I'm too drunk to do this justice, but basically in Dracula the woman solves all of it she keeps a journal her husband's been bitten by dracula she solves all of it she nails it all down then they call in this expert and they go thank you for your journal go and wait upstairs the men are dealing with this now and then she's all on her own and she gets bitten
1: okay well i mean yeah they leave Kay in the car um which is just typical um so they just like getting bitten by a
3: vampire <laughs> to be fair she had to keep pissing because of all that cranberry juice she would have been a liability inside
4: she was just in the car with a bootload of tampons going oh. <laughs> if only if only i had a penis <laughs> oh, then i could do proper stuff but until that day <laughs> i'll just sit out here and but make i love scones. that the guys the guys <laughs> are inside and
0: they're like it's really heavy <laughs> I so can can't do it. it. Can Kate they're like, it. leave the woman because she's not strong. And then they're like, ugh. Uh. <laughs> like, it's great,
3: great. But exactly. But also, so basically. They be- could admit that it was heavy because the woman wasn't there. Oh, <laughs> yeah. If
1: she'd been there, they'd have been like, oh, yeah, we've got it. They <laughs> all put their backs out. <sighs> yeah. Um, yeah, so basically the Stone of Scone is um, it's sort of built into the coronation chair. So there's this big chair that was built in the 11th century. It's this oh, big wooden throne. Yeah. Um, and you'll recognise it if you see any pictures or paintings even of a coronation of a king or queen, they will be sat in this chair. Um, so they break the chair open to get to the stone. And so, they, like I say, they don't realise how heavy the stone would be. And they immediately have an accident. What do you think happened?
4: Oh, they break the chair. They broke the stone of scone. The the scone stone. Toe. (laughs) Toe.
3: Oh, broke a toe. Yeah, yeah. They drop it on their foot or something.
0: They did a Hannah George when there's a mouse (laughs) in the bathroom. I forgot that not the whole world knows that story. I'm sorry.
1: This was a story that happened in lockdown. It happened a couple of weeks ago when I was sat on the toilet. It was after a drunk women recording as well. I'd had a bottle of wine and um, I had my trousers around my ankles and a mouse ran from under the toilet and I screamed and ran out of the toilet um, with my trousers around my ankle, thus falling over um, with my arse in the air. My boyfriend looked over and was like, what the fuck is
4: happening? Um, and like, <laughs> he thought you were I... presenting. He was like, great, <laughs> sex is on. <laughs> This is how she normally goes about it.
1: <laughs> I first. like to empty my bladder and then offer up my And heart. then just yes. scream and fall flat. That's the ritual. Exactly. <laughs> Sexy term is... The mouse. Is, ah. the, mouse. <laughs> the mouse is coming. Oh, my God. But it is one of those things that... So when it, I thought I'd broken my toe as well. Um, uh, or, but I thought I'd broken my foot because I could not stand on it. And I rang the doctor oh. and he was like, what happened? And I told him. Um, and he said... I would have done the exact same thing. So that kind of, I really liked that. But yeah, it it was that, they dropped it on um, their toes. So one of them broke two toes. They really did. Oh my God. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, And actually, Esther, you were completely right. They broke it. So the stone broke in half. Wow, which is kind of proper proper criminal damage to this stone, and they broke yeah. the coronation chair wow. um but what kind of made me laugh about that is that actually that helped because they could
4: then take the stone into in,
3: one three. in each car, ah.
4: yeah. Yeah, and just, like, one weight. each arm. I'm so surprised. Because Westminster Abbey is big, but it's not so big. I'm still very hung up on this night watchman that if you heard <laughs> the stone being dropped and then smashed and then smashed, <laughs> that he's still, Like, how elderly was this night watchman that he was like, oh, oh why don't I get over that 25 metres? Oh, you're really in for it. And they still managed to get these two huge clunks of stone out. Yeah. Yeah, they did, they did. I um,
3: reckon he was on the sherry. It was on
1: Christmas Eve, wasn't it? Of course, yeah. of course he was on the source. Well, I hope um, he's in
4: Tower Bridge for treason. <laughs>
1: Maybe it was one of the
0: royals, and they had to do like work experience. They're like, "Okay." It was Harry. Just going, <laughs> once I in give your a life. Fuck
4: about the chair. <laughs> okay. I didn't know I was supposed it. to.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know I was
1: supposed to listen out for stuff. <laughs> okay. So, but so people think that the um, if you remember earlier, I said that somebody else had tried to steal this stone once before, um, and they think that it broke in half so easily because there was already a crack down the middle. Oh, now. yeah. So Excuses. Some people... <laughs> no, it's
4: like that. It was like that from the previous robbers.
1: <laughs>
4: <laughs> um,
1: Yet yeah, some people tried to blow it up in 1914. They used a proper kind of explosive device. Who do you think that was? Not Scottish people again, was it? Oh, wait, would it have been...
4: Guy Fawkes.
3: It was, no, like, 1914 was the <laughs> start of the That's during the war. war. That was the start of the war. <laughs> so who the warlords were, So not Guy pretty big. <laughs> the girls were pretty big. Oh, not well, the
1: suffragettes! It was the bloody suffragettes. Right Yay! Hmm. Yeah, go the wow. girls. Well, fair Why? play. Why? Yeah, well, they did it. They did it so Kay wouldn't have to sit in the fucking car and look. Yes, yeah. they were doing it for the sisters, for us guys. <laughs> I mean, I don't know personally if they were like deliberately trying to get the coronation chair or the. I don't think it was anything to do with the Stone of Scone. It might have just been a bomb at Westminster Abbey. I don't know what. They did all sorts. They did all sorts. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, so they've finished the job, these guys, and the um, stone breaks in two parts. So basically um, Ian goes outside to the Ford Anglia that Kay is in and they put it in the back seat, cover it with a blanket. However, a policeman approaches them. What do you think they say they're doing? Making a John
3: Hughes film.
1: (laughs) (laughs) They're looking for
3: communists
0: and they're willing to turn them in. I feel like if you say that in 1950, anyone will let
3: you (laughs) off.
4: They were um, just putting it back (laughs) from someone else who tried to steal it.
3: Yeah, they've just foiled a Scooby-Doo crime.
4: (laughs) Yeah we caught some Scottish people, not us, others, and we're just trying to do the right thing.
1: Be, I wonder if that ever works, if you're, like, robbing and just you start walking backwards and doing everything in
4: reverse. You know? <laughs> my granddad used to do that with us in the cinema. He used to make us all walk in backwards so we didn't have to pay when we were kids.
3: <laughs> oh, my God. Did it work? Twice it did. <laughs> Wow! You so, as,
4: did. <laughs> a, as other people were leaving and the cleaners were going in to clean, he would just make us like melee amongst the crowd and go, just walk back, walk back, walk back, walk back, <laughs> get into the cinema. Wow, that's amazing! That is yeah. a brilliant life hack. You, I don't think you'd be able to do that now. They're slightly more vigilant now, but back then you could get away with it. It was back in the urchin now. years. It was fine. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> My mum and- used to do that. She used to sneak, like one of them would pay and then open the like fire escape door and then the other six would come in. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, but yeah. That, was, a good that trip. was the 50s probably, maybe the 60s, I don't know.
0: I don't understand how walking backwards ever works though <laughs> so unless you film it and play it in reverse. I don't understand. Does it just throw people off
4: so much you're like, what? That is good. <laughs> if, if you do anything... Facing the direction that you shouldn't naturally be facing, people don't question it. (laughs) It's like Dara Brien once did a joke about the fact that it would really freak you out (laughs) if you walked into a lift and just stood facing the way of the other people instead of turning around. People would just be like, What is this psycho doing? (laughs) It's true. If you just face the other way, then people are like, Okay, well, their (gasps) faces, I'm going to go by the direction their faces rather than the way their body's moving. (laughs)
0: I oh, love this.
2: this Can't wait thing. to try. Look how for time. Drunk women solving crime. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. I love it.
1: So many life hacks today. Yeah. Fall, over, fall over a mouse with your ass out if you want a little bit of uh, loving. Actually, <laughs> if you want to get laid. <laughs> Just walk think- backwards into the bedroom.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I've broken my toe. Oh, you no, because your husband, your partner, your boyfriend would be like, no, oh, she's coming out of the bedroom. She's not going Oh, in. God, yeah. That's how you get out of sex. You just walk backward into the bedroom. You're like, oh, she's not going in there. She's coming out. So I'll just get oh. on with what I was doing. This is getting more
1: and more useful. OK. Um, <laughs> you're welcome.
4: <laughs>
1: so basically what um, Ian does is, and this feels like it's kind of, like, anyway, he grabs Kay and snogs her. And then they kind of say they're just lovers looking for a B and B for the night. And oh my god! Yeah, what, with a
4: massive stone. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Kate thinks it's her baby. Don't question it. <laughs> She's got going in the back. I bet of the Kate car. was just like, "Okay, this has all just been a massive ploy. So you could just cop a feel. This is what this is all. A bit, yeah. oh, I'm not even allowed to get involved in the robin. I just have to sit here and be snogged by you. Yeah. I mean, that's Kate. Kate was a bit of a prat.
3: But like also She was like,
4: Oh, I'll go along for it.
3: Like, I want to hear Kay's version of mm. this. It's like he was like, Yeah, this brilliant ploy I just like snogged Kay. Is Kay like, oh, and so they made me sit in the car and then they fucking yeah. snogged me.
4: That's what I mean. Is asking. Kay is Kay annoyed by this or is Kay someone who's like, Oh, I just wanted to be part of it? Like, come on, Kay, well, what's your problem? Kay's like, <laughs> She's annoying boys. me now. Her and the night watchman pissed me right off. <laughs> Livid. <laughs>
1: Well, Kay. I'll tell you what Kay does is Kay drives away after this happens as Ian goes back into Westminster Abbey. And I don't know if it's her just being like, right, I'm off or that was part of the plan. But she goes and then the (coughs) three of them get the other bit of the stone, get it into the car, the other car, and they drive away. So the theft, I know that you hate the watchman, but almost immediately he um, noticed and he was like... Wait a minute. Yeah, <laughs> 4 hours later he's bang on it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Is that what
0: that pounding was earlier? Mm. Um, I'm going to call somebody first thing in the morning. <laughs> oh, I can. It's Christmas. So, and then it's boxing. I'm going to write a
4: strongly worded letter to Scotland.
0: <laughs> Come the
1: new year, I will act upon this. 1951. <laughs> So basically, though, the, obviously he calls the police immediately and they take it very seriously. This is a huge thing to have happened. They take these measures to try Sorry, and capture...
0: Sorry, quick question. Go on. The, the stone is split in half and it's in two cars, like a giant best friend's necklace.
1: Like, it's separate, right? <laughs> yes, yes, Okay, just <laughs> in. Great description. The um, police did something that they haven't done for 400 years when this happened in order to try and capture these robbers. What do you think that was? 400 years? Something that hasn't happened for 400 years. What's
4: 400 years before 1950?
1: <laughs> Nobody knows. That's impossible.
4: <laughs> it's fun, it's fun. Uh, um, That's so we're talking about Viking time. <laughs> it, well, I'll give you a clue. And it's, to, <laughs> it's to do something that was they like. They called the Vikings. They, they called God. the Vikings. And the Vikings came in their ships. And hell hath no fury like a Viking, <laughs> resurrected from death.
0: Yorick, Yorick, it's Phil with the, uh, with the London police. Yeah, it's time. The it's London time. police. It's time. <laughs> I forgot what they were
4: called. They're coming on there. They're just walking <laughs> backwards into London. No one will <laughs> notice really? us. No one will notice <laughs> us. It's fine. Hey, the
0: Vikings are leaving again.
1: <laughs> Katie, any advance on Vikings? <laughs>
3: the police do something they haven't done for 400 years
1: yeah and basically it, I mean obviously it wasn't the police who did it the first time yes because the police they didn't exist yeah. 400 years ago and Scotland no. and England were only united for 300 years Well, basically, what they did is they closed the border between England and Scotland. Yes. Mm. Ah. Which is obviously a big, big old deal. Um, And they also put massive roadblocks in London. So we've got three men in one car and one woman in the other car. Who do you think got through the roadblocks absolutely fine? Oh, my God, I hope it's her. The woman, definitely. (laughs) (laughs)
3: It's going to be amazing if it's not her and the the three blokes, they're like, oh, yes, you go through. come along you've got it it's got to be the other (laughs) i reckon they would
4: never ever ever in a million years suspect that woman would do it so just like
3: but the but the night watchman knows there's a woman with a stone in her car no he doesn't does he
1: no it was a policeman it was a different policeman and he didn't see the stone he just saw um the The snogging snogging. a
3: couple snogging
1: yeah little distraction technique there
3: okay let's go that she gets through then because women are dumb bitches that can't steal stones
1: I'm, I'm not sure that's what they said but that is what happened um okay. she got through she also had a bit of a head start because she um, yeah, she left the, the roadblocks yeah i mean it could well have been that um i drive super fast when i have cystitis too
0: <laughs> <laughs> pedal to the fucking metal
4: and they didn't have heated car seats then so you couldn't even warm up your clunge I this is
1: very work. true. Actually, in lots of um, stuff that I read about this, they went on about the fact that the cars didn't have heating and about how cold it would have been, which does not help Kate. Cystitis. To... Yeah. I like the fact
4: we've just assumed she's got cystitis. Just... Yeah. <laughs> <We haven't>.
2: she's <laughs> it's
4: I Christmas like. time. You... She's been drinking a lot and probably yeah. having Maybe loads of sex.
3: I if she ever hears this.
1: I know. She's died now, actually, because okay. obviously, you know, they of were 20 and 50. Yeah. <laughs>
3: That's
1: what it says. It says Everyone on her has... headstone... With burning urination, she
0: passed away. The tragedy of all of this is cranberry juice didn't exist then,
1: did it? And that's what we're all afraid to say. Yeah, yeah, but it didn't but <laughs> yeah. Cranberry sauce probably did. Christmas Day should have been sorted. Oh Yeah, but you couldn't like down yeah, gallons. Was, I mean I don't know about the
3: best you guys time when... to have cystitis at Christmas
4: <laughs> it's, it's hard though because you have to drink so much to start. I mean I have to drink so much cystitis. Mean, I'm a bit drunk now. <laughs> i have to drink so much cranberry when i have cystitis yeah yeah thanks for letting me just get that out
1: (laughs) (laughs) and so yeah so basically the three men are like okay we've got to dump the we've got to dump the stone somewhere uh we can't get it through these roadblocks okay
2: they know they can't
1: so they drive to kent um and they're not very far away no no i think they they went south that's confusing it's weird isn't it for some reason they went to kent and also so
4: Kay you- went back home yeah and they were like on. we'll go further away yeah.
0: <laughs> they're like wait she knew directions and we don't we can figure it out
3: yeah, yeah we, we don't need to ask anyone <laughs> she was anyone with map reading skills but she's a forgotten
4: hero yeah mm. i yeah, actually a is. t-shirt with her face on it she sounds fucking wicked
1: I mean, do you know what? We've, we've really come round to Kay. Like, there was a moment, but I'm, I'm a big fan.
3: I've um, I'm going to have her on the front very... of the
4: Night Watchman on the back of my t-shirt. <laughs> Legends.
3: We've been very mercurial. So, yeah,
1: where do you think they hide this stone in Kent? In Canterbury. <laughs> it's more, like, more specific than, like... Canterbury Square. <laughs> in,
3: in the Garden of Kent.
1: In the garden. You're kind of close to the garden. In, yeah. in
4: a allotment.
1: Well, yes. yeah, it's a field. They just dig oh. a hole in a field and they just bury it. Um, and then they drive back to Scotland. A few weeks later, they returned, digged it up. Wow. Uh, and managed to get it back to Scotland because everything had reopened. Wow. Yeah, so... Oh. So they did it. Um, so they had a homecoming ritual. Um, did it what... sprout? Did it? Was it starting
0: to grow other stones? <laughs> it's so fertile in Kent.
1: The soil's great. <laughs> they. Um, what do you think the ritual was that when they um, crossed the border? <laughs> what? The ritual. They did a ritual, yeah, they had a
0: well, just the four, God,
4: just the four of them.
0: They like brought the stones together and mashed them
4: with glue. <laughs> <laughs> who was at the ritual?
1: I think it was just the three men who um went back to get the um to get the stone. So when they crossed over from um England into Scotland, they mm. had a little ritual with the stone. What do you think they did? Did they flash their asses to England? Oh,
0: interesting. That's a good one. And then... I got that from gra- Braveheart. Graveheart. <laughs> is, it gra- is it
1: Graveheart or Braveheart? Sorry, Katie, go ahead.
3: Oh, no, I was just going to say they played bagpipes,
4: which is terribly stereotypical.
1: It, I mean, the answer is quite stereotypical.
4: They sang... Haggis? <laughs> they sang the Scottish national anthem. <gasps> well, what? what yeah, they, they shouted, did... fuck England.
1: <laughs> and... I mean, I like this because I'm sort of like taking you down this road, but you're just all being awful. And what it was. Yeah, did I hear a haggis? <laughs> <laughs> what other stereotypes
4: do we know?
3: <laughs> uh, t- tablet, um, fried stuff. Can I just tell one very quick story? Please. Okay. So my mum, her dad is Scottish. Her mum is Irish. We all watched Braveheart as a family when I was like 13 or 14 or whatever. And like, obviously, there's all this torture and killing of Scottish people. And my mum literally turned to me and my dad and my brother and went, "You see what you English did to us?"
4: Did you apologise?
1: Well, I was very confused.
4: <laughs> I love your mum so much. She's so funny. Just I love taking it.
1: that out. On I, love, her no, I love it. I love it
4: when parents get really nationalistic and somehow it's your fault. You're like, okay. <laughs>
1: It's like Not you right. had me in England. Maybe. What what was I gonna be? <laughs> um so basically what it was is they doused the stone in whiskey. Which okay, uh, so if we'd said that that would have been offensive. I know, I know, exactly, exactly. I, I led you up a path there and I apologise. Um, I quite like that. I, I think quite that's a cool cool. thing to do.
3: It's quite that's what they you would do with if you had an injury that like cleanses it.
1: There you go. Maybe they're cleansing the stone. Um, and so basically they, they get back, they meet up with Kay, and they take both sides of the stone um, to a guy called Robert Gray, who was a stonemason, and he fixed the sides back together using a brass rod. heart, see? I knew it was a guy. <laughs> um, he, he, yeah, he puts a rod in between um, the, two pe- the two pieces, and the students rolled up a piece of paper, put it in the rod, and it's still in there to this day. No! and Nobody knows what is <clears throat> said on it nobody knows what they wrote because Why? it's never been taken apart because it's it's the thing that's holding it together. So who knows at what point? Ta-da. So my question to you is, what do you think they could have written? <gasps> I,
3: think-
1: I can't believe no one
0: Scottish hasn't pulled this well, off, though. Cool, like, like,
3: we have the technology to open it and put it back perfectly. We could, we could read that and then put it back.
1: I mean, I'd, I think that we should start a campaign because I would really like to know what it said, particularly as I think it might just be something like... Uh, like fucking
4: England.
1: idiots yeah or something like
3: something I really it's, i think it's something
4: oh yeah i think it'll be something like fuck the british
3: yeah the it's English. gotta be right yeah it's gotta be something like that and be quite it might be idea. it might be really profound it, <laughs> yeah it's all in latin and it's just very poetic
0: i've cheated and i've googled old scottish sayings but I thought I you can't. just got
3: bored and you were just like on tcherry, <laughs> like, man Taylor is just not into this episode.
1: <laughs> I won't take it personally. Candy um, <laughs> Yeah. Wow. In front of. I Esther. don't like this she week's guest.
3: She's a dick.
1: So. <laughs> I'll
0: give you a scalpel lug. I'll give you a slap on the ear. That's what they put.
1: Oh wow!
4: I think that's probably the closest we've got. But I, I I love that. Um, that's quite cool. Can I ask a question? When yeah. they met up with Kay to get the stone, where was she? Where did she keep the stone? Ooh, that's a good. In question. her pants. <laughs> In her <laughs> bra, where
1: all women keep
4: stuff. Everything. Yeah, she <laughs> she
1: just... kept it at her family's farm. So her oh. family had a farm, and she just kept it there. Um, so um, yeah, basically, the the theft of the stone made headlines around the world, um, and. The way they found the students in the end, so they were all about 20 years old, these guys at the time, Um, it was several months later, and was via a library in Glasgow. How do you think a library helped find these these students? They were in it. (laughs) With the stone.
0: Were they checking out books related to...
4: Masonry. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah it wouldn't be about putting the stone back together because gray did it gray heart uh or just about nationalism yeah it's gonna have something to do with the checking the books out right
1: right
4: like how serial no. killers take out books i reckon they were taking out books about greatest heists or something
1: Ah, okay. OK. Well, it was taking out books, but it was that someone had checked out every single book in the library on Westminster Abbey. Um, <laughs>
4: probably, probably a little bit better suggestion than heists.
1: <laughs> you got to get your inspiration somewhere. Every single heist book says keep the woman in the car. And... Um, yeah, so it was it was Ian Hamilton it, who was kinda of, I think a bit of a ringleader of this whole thing. I mean, I'm not sure that's um, official, but he's sort of talked quite a lot on the subject of this. Yeah. And so many he's years the later, snogger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Hamilton, who, um, he was studying law at the time, and he became a criminal lawyer himself after. Oh, amazing. Yeah, which is incredible. And he confessed, he said, I've defended a lot of daft people during the 30 years as a criminal lawyer, but I doubt very much if I've defended anyone who was as daft as we were then. Oh. So he kind of, you know, he just he sees the flaws in his plan but that's
4: still quite a cool thing to have done i'd be really kind of proud if i was an old woman doddering around going i robbed westminster abbey
1: yeah exactly they didn't get convicted like they well that was my that was my next question to you do you think they get prosecuted i
3: feel like they should be allowed to keep the stone after all this effort
4: I, well, if he became a lawyer, he probably was. Can you have a criminal record and become a lawyer? It's a good question. I don't know. But they weren't. No, they weren't
1: prosecuted. Um, mm-hmm. And in Scotland, the students became notorious for their daring heist and achieved nigh on hero status. They were I bet. like uh... going back to your thing of like stealing the, um, you know, like the other university's donkey or their. Yeah, yeah. It's That's essentially cool that. One. Yeah and um Ian Hamilton said that the British government had feared Scots would take to the streets if the students ended up going to court. Right. So it was a case of don't go there. Um and they and they didn't. They didn't. Um so they got the um they got the stone back because the stone actually what it was is the students like they took it to like a church and they rang them beforehand or something and sort of said we're going to deliver something to you. And then they fucked off. And then the people at the church rang the police and said, oh, we've got the stone scone here.
3: Oh my that? God, like what leaving year? a baby. <laughs> yeah. Look up. after it. It, it was still 1950. was Three men and a baby. <laughs> <laughs> what, was, what year did they do
1: that? So it was 1950. So it was still um, oh, they, within- They gave it back straight away? Yeah, within three months it was, um, so they gave it back within a few months, um, but they then, did it on their terms. OK, and then what happened, though? Then it went Then back the to... library. Then it was the library and they got found. So um, so that's the sort of chain but, of events. And then
3: did the stone go back to Westminster Abbey? Yes, because Queen Elizabeth sat on it.
1: Yeah, it did. So three years later, the Queen was um, was coronated. Where do, you th- where do you think it is today? Do you think it's still in Westminster Abbey? Do you so think she the sat it on it with a little note in it. Well, yeah! I hope, I hope it says something like... But
4: I hope it says minimal. something offensive and she sat there with all that pomp... <laughs> <laughs> and ridiculousness, and she sat on a note that says "fuck off, you twat" or something. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it's a lot more.
3: Yeah.
4: articulate I
0: don't. More. I don't remember because I've seen the the coronation throne. Is that what it's called? The coronation chair in Westminster yeah. I Abbey. Mean, I don't remember learning about this so i feel like it's not there anymore but i could be wrong because i don't pay attention sometimes
1: <laughs> <laughs> i love it you spend all this money and all this time going to all these beautiful places and you're like i will switch off right now thank you very much <laughs> i will choose the
4: bits <laughs> i wish to learn thank you <laughs> yeah, yeah i know... i went to westminster library about four years ago <clears> and <throat> i can't remember if i saw the stone, stone, stone of going.
1: Stone. 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 Because the thing know. is, is it, the, the stone is in, was like inside the chair and behind like a, a, a wooden uh, grill. So really the... it's almost like a secret. It's why people don't really know that it's there. But having said that, it is not there. Okay. I was going to say
0: I have that disorder where I hate things in things. (laughs) I forget what it's called, like things that are nestled in other things. So this is like my fucking nightmare. Like this has turned into the Russian doll of thrones. Like there's Uh... a note in a stone in the throne and that's in a building. It's just too many layers. But go ahead, Hannah, (laughs) as you were.
1: I feel like we're learning a lot about Taylor tonight and I'm enjoying it. <laughs> it's so 1996. Um, the English authorities returned the Stone of Scone to Scotland on the condition mm-hmm. that they can like borrow it if they ever need it again it's for future coronation. Yeah, so it was, it was oh. many, many decades later. Um, and I don't know what brought around uh, this thing that they were like, oh, you can have it back. So it's in Edinburgh Castle. That's where it's ah. on display.
4: Oh, I'm so going to go and see it.
1: yeah when (laughs) When we're allowed to do stuff oh my gosh but what's interesting is yeah they the english have this thing that they can borrow it back if they need it and like no offense to the queen she's 94 now i think pretty soon there might be another coronation you know so it'll be interesting they'll have to get the stone of scone from um from edinburgh bring it back down i mean oh will they yeah, I mean, it, it depends. But it's a hell of a tradition if it started in the 12th-like 11th yeah. 12th century. Um, so years after the infamous theft, Ian Hamilton said, "When I lifted the stone in Westminster Abbey, I felt Scotland's soul was in my hands." And then he dropped it on his foot. So here's (laughs) to Ian Hamilton and Kay Matheson. Cheers, uh, cheers, guys. And Gavin. Who was he? I've lost the piece in my thing. And there was (laughs) was Kay. And, oh, no, you don't want to be the other one. Alan Stewart. The other one. Here's to them.
4: Alan's like the Ringo. (laughs) No one remembers him. Drunk women solving crime.
1: So all we've got left to do is... um, Have a little look at this listener crime. Now, this listener crime is, it's intense, so strap in. This is from Vicky, and she says, Dear drunk women, I've been victim of a crime, but the good news is I already know the perp. What I need from you ladies is something far more elusive, dot, 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 justice. When I was about six, I came home from school to learn that my beloved parakeet pumpkin was gone. My father told told me he'd been cleaning out the cage and had carelessly left the door open, and pumpkin had run, in brackets, flown away this struck me as out of character for my meticulous father but I was six so I had a good cry left some birdseed on the windowsill for a few weeks and eventually forgot all about it jump cut to 15 years later I'm at a dinner with my father an oldest brother who's old enough they had his own place when this happened we were at an outback steakhouse in brackets no rules just right now Taylor yeah is that an American thing
0: <laughs> well so outback steakhouse is a chain mm. as you can work out um, and they were known for this ridiculous thing where they would cut up and fry an entire onion, and it was called a bloomin' onion. But that was their tagline for a few years.
1: No rules, just right. Just right, yeah.
3: Is this List the Crime from America?
1: Oh, yeah. we have gone stateside, so. baby. I guess so, because we don't have outback steakhouses. Do no, we here. We have, we have we steakhouses, but not outback
4: steakhouses. <laughs> We have steak. <laughs> <laughs> no one knows anymore. I don't know what's outside. <laughs> I don't know. Like... Before times,
0: <laughs> yeah, it's supposed to be like an Australian steakhouse, but it's such an insult to anything Australian. Okay. Like okay. talk about stereotypes. You surf and turf. I've never been to one.
3: Oh, oh, very large it is.
4: <laughs> oh, Sorry. Uh, but, uh... Yeah. Okay. So Vicky says, says it sounds like it's probably toss- like the equivalent of a harvester here.
1: Yeah, I was thinking kind of harvester, that kind of thing. Are we wearing
4: shade on our listener crime, guys? (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> no, not... I mean, I, would, I, I could do I love um, So they, she says that um, her brother and father were tossing around anecdotes about parenting while I pick an appetiser, bored. My dad starts telling this hilarious story about the time he was tidying up and noticed a lot of mess at the bottom of the bird cage. He, without giving it much thought, popped the hose attachment on the vacuum, opened the cage <gasps> and turned it on just as Pumpkin decided to switch perches. Oh. As he, he describing the tonk sound the bird made going up the vacuum... Uh, and expressing his shock at how strong the suction was, he looks over to see me, blooming onion in hand, face frozen in shock. Oh, it was then, oh, yes, oh, this—I mean, this is fucking horrible. It was then he realised he had never told me the truth, and I was left to shout, "You said he ran away!" <laughs> That's all in capital letters in the middle of an outback steakhouse. In brackets, no rules, just right. Brilliant. <laughs> I mean the way she's written this she's so angry that that was the saying (laughs) it's beautifully written (laughs) it's so good it kind of takes the sting out of how um horrible that is but what a thing to lie about this guy so it says her father he was genuinely remorseful despite the fact that he could not stop laughing and swore that he'd already fessed up so now my question to you what is the statute of limitations on bird murder is this bird murder or avian manslaughter? Am I owed compensation? I, I think she needs a bit of therapy, but it's fine. We always had birds, so I'm fairly certain my father wasn't harbouring any deep parakeet exclusive homicidal tendencies. But given this new information, I don't our, know our exhumations is that the right pronunciation? Exhumations? In order to exhume. To exhume. Again.
0: Um, mean, i mean i have a <laughs> yeah. bad feeling there's no burial plot <laughs> yeah like <Yes. laughs> I, think, I think yeah i think it went out with the vacuum bag that is horrific the only reason i'm laughing at it is because my childhood was just absolutely full of animal related trauma because i grew up in the country and like near farms and you just get exposed to horrific stuff and it's just funny because it's so horrible and tragic so the idea of having this like really late reveal oh while you're at a chain restaurant (laughs) trying to enjoy your fried onion, no rules
4: just right (laughs) right. well maybe that could be her thing maybe she should just look there are no rules when it comes to this crime you just gotta go with your gut because that's just right so there you go Oh, my God. Listen to the steakhouse is what we're saying. Listen to the steakhouse. Listen to your heart slash steak. Listen to it. It's telling you what to do.
1: It's manslaughter. Like, it's bird
3: slaughter. It's accidental. It's Mm. accidental murder.
4: But, like, could he not have opened the hoover? Could the bird have flown out? It's quite a strange thing to do to hoover a cage while the animal is still in there. So this makes me think that he was harbouring... An, uh, a uh, grudge against this bird
1: Ooh, Yeah, maybe he was harbouring a grudge against Vicky because he was obviously hoovering her room and I think that as a child I'd be like, hoover your own damn room Is six too early to hoover a room? I don't know children It's a little too young, Hannah but you're <laughs> going to be a great it's
4: mom. It's probably... <laughs> It was <laughs> your he, own fucking room. He's probably so fed up of clearing up her shit that he was like, I'll teach her a fucking it's lesson. Angry. Oh, I've got to clean up your shit. Where's your bird gone? Back at the hoover, that's where he's gone.
3: So he wasn't like his best self when he opened that cage door and then his anger came out on the bird and he was like, oh, fuck, I shouldn't have done this angry. Yeah. I don't think
0: there's anything sinister. Like, I've done stupid things where I'm just like this will be fine. Like I can imagine being like, how strong can a vacuum be? Like I make choices yeah. like that all the time. So I imagine and I hope he was genuinely horrified. I I guess I understand his decision not to tell the child. The
3: six-year-old child.
0: But how can you forget that you made that choice? How can you forget and then laugh about it 15 years later? That's the part that I'm like,
3: dude, awesome. like there's no way. That's like... That's one story for her, the six-year-old, blah, blah, blah. Oh, I don't know what happened. And then the second he's in the pub with his friends, oh, my God, parenting fails, hashtag, guess what I just did. And he's obviously thought it
1: was funny from the get-go. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Apparently, I mean, she did say he was genuinely... I think it's just the idea that you, yeah, with something like that, but he thought he'd told her. He thought he'd confess.
4: Well, it's what? It's Father's Day on Sunday. So... <laughs> <laughs> She should leave a dead bird outside his house with a really with a Father's Day card, just with a message written in the bird's blood. I will never, ever forget. Yeah. And then that's just and then that just solves it. Then that's, you know, then it's done. That's fine. That's
1: what I call justice. (laughs) Vicky, I really hope that's helped because I feel like we've i feel like we've got we've, we've smashed that um thank you so much for your um email because that that it, it was just a beautiful thing to read out to be honest yeah, i just like the expression parakeet exclusive homicidal tendencies See,
4: if he just walked out of her bedroom backwards she wouldn't have <laughs> even <laughs> yeah. she wouldn't have even clocked he was going in there in the first place <laughs> That would be so much better. You can oh always God, commit so crime hard. as long as you face a different direction to where your body's moving. I like you, you're lesson. golden. <laughs> it is a lesson. You're welcome, ladies.
1: You're
4: welcome. <laughs> crime life hack.
1: Well, I mean, we've got to the part of the podcast where Esther, tell us what you're up to and where people can find you for more sort of like hot life hacks because you've you've given us quite a few
4: tonight. Well, I am nowhere but incarcerated in my own home, so you can sure. come stand out my house. Uh, And I'm happy to talk to you at a two metre distance from my window. That's fine. Uh, No, I do. um, Well, whilst we're on lockdown, obviously, when things kick back open, then please come and watch me live. Or if you're coming to Edinburgh, come and watch my show. But uh, in the meantime, I'm currently doing uh, online Pictionary twice a month, which you can find at JokePit.com. Yes. Cool. Different themes. Mm. Uh, The next theme is types of smell. (laughs) and we are joined every uh every session we are joined with a different comedy guest and we draw different themes and the audience have to guess so it's quite interactive that sounds excellent and are you on twitter where can we find you yeah i'm at estaminito on twitter estaminito on instagram uh and on facebook do people use facebook anymore i feel like it's a bit like send me a letter is <laughs> <kind of> like- <laughs> <Facebook>. <laughs> write to me by quill um yeah i'm not on anything young and funky like i'm not on tiktok or face chat flaps i'm not on any of that you, can't you find me on that.
0: should do tiktok with your walking backwards stuff just you walking backwards <laughs> yeah,
4: into places i want to see this <laughs> <laughs> me walking backwards places no but i will leave you with the story where i did do i do a hilarious uh, brilliant impression of a camel walk um, and uh, it involves a kind of like butterkey swaying movement. And uh, before Emily Blunt became famous, she was on a date with my mate's cousin and we met her in a restaurant where I was shit-faced. And in front of the entire restaurant and Emily Blunt, I did my camel walk. And still to this day, <laughs> it's been the most proudest thing I've ever done.
2: <laughs> it
4: wasn't until a few years later I saw her on the TV. I was like, oh. <laughs> That's embarrassing. Um, No, I'm sure
0: that shaped her career.
4: Yeah, she was like, I've never seen such a, you know, such an interesting walk <laughs> yeah. across a restaurant with such confidence and arse swagger. Yeah. Awesome. You're
1: welcome. Well, on, <laughs> on that note, we have to say thank you, Esther yeah, Thank
2: Jeez. you so <laughs> <welcome>. <laughs>
1: Drunk Women Solving Crime is produced by Amanda Redman with music by The Lion and the Wolf. You can follow us on Twitter at Drunk Women Pod and Facebook and Instagram at Drunk Women Solving Crime. And please review us on Apple Podcasts. And if you've got a petty crime you want us to solve, then write it in a review and we'll solve it. It. Thank you to Acast, and thank you for listening.
2: Hold up.